Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. Okay, on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by author Mindy McKinley, who has been a guest on the podcast as well as one of our Patreon supporters. And we are reviewing Cowboy Seeks Nanny, book one of the Cowboy Classifieds um, by Janice Whitaker. Mindy, you want to read the synopsis from Goodreads? I will. As a widowed father trying to build a family empire while juggling dirty diapers and bedtimes, Brody Pace has full hands and an empty bed. Losing his high school sweetheart after the birth of their twins left him broken, battered, and lonely. But business doesn't wait, and neither do toddlers. With Red Cedar Ranch expanding into new territory, there simply aren't enough hours in the day to be a full-time dad and a full-time foreman. Finding a nanny is a necessary evil, one Brody's much more inclined towards once he sets his eyes on the dark-haired beauty his mother hired to wrangle his headstrong daughters. Claire is everything he thought he would never find again. She's calm, caring, and compassionate. The sight of her with his daughter stoked something in him, deep inside him, something Brody thought was gone forever. Claire moved to Moss Creek, Montana on her last tank of gas on a whim and a prayer. A contentious divorce left her and her sweet eight-year-old son with nowhere to go, no one to depend on. When she comes across the chance to work as a nanny on Red Cedar Ranch, it sounds like a dream come true. A beautiful place to live, income, security. And a cowboy with eyes as blue as ocean water and a draw that makes her knees weak. But getting Brody close means putting the new life she just started on the line. It's a risk that could lead to complete devastation or the happiness she never thought would be hers. Okay, so this was released October 30th of 2020. And the tropes are cowboy, single mom, single dad, nanny, and widower, and there's probably is a couple more in there because there's a lot of tropes. Um, and the steam level is about a three out of five. I agree with it's, that. I mean, there's some steamy parts, but like mm-hmm. overall, like it's there's plot. There's not just PWP. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Brody and Claire's initial meeting. So they did not. It did not go super well. No, I really actually enjoyed the um, bait and switch the author did with you meet his brother, uh, Brett, first. Uh-huh. And I thought initially that was who she was supposed to be with. But then um, it's Brody. And so, yeah, they did not. Well, they clearly liked each other, but they were very at odds. They were because she she bases her initial reaction on the life that she has led with her ex-husband. So when he makes a comment about taking care of his daughter, she basically scoffs at him and is like, no, this isn't how like this happens. And he takes offense to that, which I mean, I get, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like he, he doesn't know what she's survived and lived through. So it just, but they were able to move past that fairly quickly, which was nice. Yeah, I like that that wasn't the crux of the whole book. It was a, a misunderstanding and a place to start. Yeah, because once they had a converse, a little bit of a conversation about her past, then he was like, okay, it makes sense. Like, I was the jerk. Like, I didn't have to react that way. Like, she understands that she was wrong. She apologized. And they moved past mm-hmm. it. Like, very adult. Yes. So I did love his brothers. Like you said, she first meets Brett and he, like sweet talks her and it's like you can come with me and like her son Wyatt almost has this instant connection with all of the brothers every time he comes in contact with one which she was very surprised by that because he'd never had a good relationship with his dad and I love that dynamic that he instantly latched on to these amazing role models for him yeah and 
I think um, I, I cannot wait to read the brothers' books. Mm-hmm. But because I needed to remember everything for this book, I avoided. <laughs> but tonight I'm gonna jump in to the others. But yeah, I thought it was really neat because that um the whole family just swooped Wyatt into their arms and just he was them. He was part of the family. There was never a question. It was never awkward for Wyatt. Mm-hmm. It was never awkward for them. He was just he became part of the clan and it was really cute. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned that because that is one of the the big themes throughout the book. So Boone is one of the brothers and he has been delegated to one of the ranch cabins <laughs> because he made a dumbass choice when he was younger and when he came back to the area, his mom shunned him to like this tiny cabin. She still loved him, still like showed him affection, but she did not take his side in any of this. And that was one of those things that Brody kept saying like if they move forward and something happens, you don't have to worry. Like your my mom and my dad will take you and Wyatt and I will get kicked out. Like, <laughs> and he they and even his brothers were like, Yes, if you do something stupid, like you're gonna be the one out of the house. Like it's not <laughs> them. Like when they pull them into the fold, like they are in the fold and and he's out. Yes, I like that a lot. I thought that was a really fun dynamic. Mm-hmm. And and that Brody was mature enough to understand that if he did something wrong he had to pay for it and he knew that he had to be careful because her situation her job her living there was all she had and he Mm -hmm. knew he couldn't put that on the line for her right yeah and I thought that was but he also recognized the need and the want for Clara to be in his life in his girls lives because his wife had passed away when the girls Like, his twin girls were born. And they Mm -hmm. don't really talk about, like, what happened or how it happened. Just that it did happen. And he has tried to to keep her memory alive. But it's tough. Because, like, he basically was thrown into single fatherhood with twin baby girls. And, yes, he had his parents. And, yes, he had his brothers. But he didn't have his partner. It was a very different dynamic. Mm -hmm. But he recognized that, like his girls latched onto Clara in a way that they had never done before. And they instantly like felt this connection with her. And she was such a positive influence in their lives. I also like the um, dynamic of the, like uh, Leah and Michaela were not perfect girls. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they, and the, you know, the author showed um, Clara, you know, using her skills to have them become better better people and so sometimes in books like the children are all magically wonderful all the time or so it was nice to see that there was there was a lot of reality with those kids and that was the big thing like they talked about like there was a whole scenario where Michaela was having tantrums and like she talked about the tantrums and they explained the tantrums like as I was reading that I'm like oh my gosh I lived this scenario like I still (laughs) currently like granted my kids are older than the twins were but it's like I still live in that scenario some days (laughs) But it was, it was nice to see, you're right, it's nice to see an author give a realistic depiction of kids being kids and acting like a kid would. Like, they're not these perfect little specimens of life who never do anything wrong. Yeah. They were more than just an awe factor, which was nice. Yeah. and But I also like the, the other side of that, too, where brody like pulls wyatt in and is such a positive influence on him and includes him in everything that he's doing like 
yes, he goes to school. Yes, he does these boy things. But at the same time, like they include him in everything in the ranch. They teach him how to ride. They teach him how to take care of the horses and immerse him in their ranch life. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed, I d- did enjoy the connection with the horses. Um, you know, Clara, who's never had a pet or never had anything in her whole life, she kind of falls for the horse Edgar. And mm-hmm. it's such a sweet little, it's not much of the story, but it's very sweet. And I love when uh, Wyatt gets to do his, gets to choose his horse. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. Well, and she even talks about, because Wyatt is like, gung-ho, I'm going to ride this horse. I'm going to go do this. And she's like, I don't know if I can even go near it. <laughs> but Edgar, like, you're right. Edgar and her have this special connection. And I feel like it was purposeful because Edgar is his mom's horse and I cannot think of his mom's name off the top of my head. Marianne? I I think you're right, which is funny because that's my mom's name. (laughs) I I won't tell her. (laughs) Apparently when it comes to books, I can't remember things like that. But yeah, I think that is right. But, but Edgar is Marianne's horse. And so like she has this special connection with Brody's mom, but then she has this connection with the horse too. And it's like, it, it draws it in like from both aspect for their, for them. Yeah. Um, there were a couple occasions, um, and this is just a small nitpicky thing, but they were having these really in-depth conversations and I was so into the conversation and then it was the end of the chapter and I wanted more. So there was, (laughs) the only complaint I have is sometimes I just wanted a little bit more. (laughs) I mean, it's never a bad thing if you're complaining, you're not getting enough. (laughs) But (laughs) that was something too, though, like they didn't have surface conversations and sometimes in books that's what you get and that's fine because it's the type of book you're reading and and it doesn't always bother me but the conversations that Brody and Clara have like they're not surface like they talk about like their feelings they talk about that deep down um emotion that they're feeling and they get those out there yeah pretty quickly too because she's you know, I think she's been hurt enough that she's not going to mess around with anybody who's not going to take her seriously. And and so, you know, she's never hiding how she feels. No, she doesn't. And I love the addition of May and Liza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that scene at the diner <laughs> when the ex-husband shows up. Dick. And- <laughs> Dick, yes. It's Literally, so that's fitting. <laughs> it's so fitting. But so when Dick shows up and the, the ladies react the way they do and do what they did, and like the the brothers show up and are like, we have to stop this because they're gonna go to jail. Like, I just love that. But it also too, like, it just shows me, like, shows you more like Clara is meant to be where she is because these women have in pulled her in like to their the two of them and I think that because she hasn't had like real friends and a real connection with anybody besides Wyatt in such a long time right yeah I did like that I I would have liked even more of the girls Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure that there are more of them in future books so I'm excited for that there are in May and Boone are the second book and I Mm -hmm. did read it because I just needed to know and it (laughs) you won't be disappointed because okay good he was a dumbass and but at this but at the same time like it was good for them like when as you're reading the book you're like oh he was so stupid but like the farther in you get it you're like this was really good for them so like but you love his mom even more like because she when he comes home like again he is banished 
to the cabins. <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing because, like, yeah. in all of the brothers, like, even talk about that. Like, two of the brothers, Brett and um, they're B names. They're all B names. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, but. Two of the bee brothers live together, and then Boone is banished by himself because he's an idiot. And then Brody lives in the main house with the girls. But that was also something, too. Like, once Brody made the decision that he was in, like, he was all in. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, no passing go, like, nothing. Like, he was 100%, like, full steam ahead. Like, I'm getting married. Or I'm marrying this woman. I'm building her a house. Like, mm-hmm. Wyatt is my son. Like, we're, we're go. It was sexy because it, it was not just a man who's, like, taking a chance. It was a man who had a life experience for him to know that this is what he wanted and, and that she was everything he'd been looking for. And he just wasn't going to let it pass him by. It was sexy. It was. But I also, but I like the way that he comes across. Like, he is not an alpha hole or an alpha in any sense of the word. He, he's definitely cinnamon rolly (laughs) and, um, but he's not, not pretentious. Pretentious isn't the word that I want to use there, but he's not like stubborn about it. Like he's not rude. He's not demanding. He is just flat out. Like these are the facts, like Mm -hmm. very, like I'm laying this out there, what you do with it. It's up to mm-hmm. you. Like, he says, I'm going to do this, this, and this. But if it's not okay with you, then I, then we will work to that, which I loved. Yes. Yes. I, yes. He, I really liked Brody a lot. I did too. He is actually one of the my favorite, like, heroes that I have read recently, just because he's so dedicated to his children, but mm-hmm. dedicated to the ranch in really wants to do what is best for everybody around him. Like he loves his family. He wants this ranch and this inn that they're building to be the best that they possibly can make it. But he honestly and truly wants his girls to succeed and be well-rounded, even though like they never will know their birth mother. Like he, Mm -hmm. but that was something too that I enjoyed is that Clara never shied away from talking about her. It was never it was never a moot point. It was never a taboo subject. Like she was open and willing to speak with him about her at any time. Yes. And that's important that there's no jealousy there or you know, um any replacement type type of, you know, exactly. Plot process. There, there was no like I'm their mom now. Like they mm-hmm. still just called her Lala or Clala or whatever because yeah. I mean, they're little they can't <laughs> yeah, they can't yeah. say Clara very good but she even like would talk to the girls about their mom and like she was a real living process like in their lives like with Clara like she was somebody that her name was spoken and I love that yeah I I did too so is there any other little tidbits or snippets that you want to talk about <laughs> Um, I did find, and and maybe the answer is in future books, I did find the pool scene in the epilogue a little strange. Um, but then okay. it ended fine, because then she had the wedding. Well, I don't know. Are we doing spoilers? 
I mean, you can spoil. It's it's older. It's not brand new. <laughs> well, then she, I mean, the, it, the epilogue is better than when she does have the engagement ring that he snuck on her hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was cute. I did like that. Yeah. I that's, Yeah, I agree. Like the epilogue, like the way it played out, I don't think it was the the best epilogue I've read, but it wasn't, def- it definitely wasn't the worst. No, like at least no. it's like somewhat in the future and you're seeing like a little glimpse into what's happening and yeah. Yeah. So and you do get to see the the lodge coming together. I think that might have been the point of that particular mm-hmm. pool scene. But um. yeah, because the it plays a big part, like the inn being finished and them starting to establish it. It plays a big part in certain sections of the next book. So. Okay. So, did you like this book? I did. I liked it a lot. And I'm not normally a cowboy um, western. I don't, I don't seek it out. I always enjoy it when I do read it, but it's not something that um, I'm from a smaller town in Nebraska and I grew up kind of suffocated by the Western culture. And so I'm, I, I think I shun it as an adult, but then every time I read a Western, a well-written cowboy book, I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. You're like, I live this. I don't need I to did. read it. <laughs> See, I love a good cowboy romance. I also grew up in a small town with lots of farms, but it's not, we didn't have a lot of cowboys. We're more of a cow farming area or like a mm-hmm. dairy farming area. So we didn't have a lot of cowboys. Like we had a lot cowboys of, at least. We had a lot of wannabe cowboys in my town. I don't know that there were many real cowboys around. <laughs> <laughs> so who would typically like this book? Um... Well, anybody that loves a Western, of course, um, anybody who loves, um, you know, cinnamon roll hero or a mm-hmm. single parent romance or um, yeah, a strong female. And I, I loved um, found family kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. It does have that found family for Clara and Wyatt. And I, people that like a low angst story, mm-hmm. like, yes, there was not a lot of angst. There was some push and pull. There was some drama with the ex but overall like the angst is very very low and mm-hmm. i i don't really like a high angst book unless i'm really in the mood for it um but yeah i thought this one was well played out like it had the perfect amount of angst in it for me and i love the length i think um it, you know took me four hours or so to read which is is perfect you know if someone's busy mm-hmm. you know some of the some of the books that we come across that are 400 500 pages i'm like <gasps> They're always good. They seem very but... daunting, though. Yes. This one was... Um, it's a pretty quick it, read, yeah. Yeah, yeah. perfect length, but like a delicious snack. It was great. <laughs> a delicious snack. I love that. So would you recommend this book? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I would. I actually picked it for you to, to do this with. <laughs> um, but this is actually my first Janice Whitaker. I have read her pen name, Gemma Westbrook, and I adored her in that like series that she has. And so like, this has been on my TBR for a while, but I keep, I keep pushing it back. Cause I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to read it and then not like it. And then right. like, be disappointed. But we had a perfect excuse to fill a bingo yes. square. <laughs> so like, what is Gemma, what is Gemma Westbrook's um, style? Suspense. Ooh. It is suspense. Like the writing style is very similar, but the, she's a romantic suspense. Love it. But she actually is going with the, she, I don't know if Janice Whitaker is a pen name or her real name, but mm-hmm. even so, like she's going to have a third pen name, Ooh. which is 
Josie Watts. So she's sticking with that JW and she is writing a rom-com. So I'm excited about that. So very fun. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Mindy, for joining us (laughs) on this quick shot of romance. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.